Okay, the SIFT podcast, Save It for the Football podcast, is back. This one for post uh, round one, the NFL Draft 2021. Did the Jets make a mistake at number two? Find out that and more coming up. Welcome to the SIF Podcast, the Save It for the Football Podcast. This one for uh, the uh, second uh, round of the NFL Draft. We're going to recap day one. And of course, day two uh, is coming up here in a little while. We're recording this uh, at 7.30 on Friday. So um, I wanted to start with headlines from the day day one of the NFL Draft. Uh, But first, I'm going to welcome in the mayor. Uh, Mayor, how are you? Uh, I'm really good, Professor. We, um, we're about to see who the Dolphins pick after the first round. They, I think they did pretty good in their first round picks. Um, helps solidify a part of that team that needs a little bit of help. I'm doing pretty good. Um, there is one thing I'm warning you. I've got a surprise coming. I've got a smoke alarm that I didn't realize I had until today. All right, we haven't had a smoke alarm in a long time. Um, I do want to talk, um, random fact, I do want to uh, talk about the draft, but I wanted to start with the Kentucky Derby. It occurred to me that we actually talked about the Kentucky Derby because it got uh, pushed back to September, and I know you uh, you have uh, played the ponies at times before. Do you have any uh, plans to do that for this year's Kentucky Derby? Honestly, I have done no... Um... Pony looking as of yet, but um, the race isn't till about six thirty tomorrow. So, who knows what I'll get into after work? <laughs> I kind of thought you were going to say that. I thought you got about twenty four hours, so you're going to make your decision then. All right, here's our random fact: uh, a, a man died this week. His name was Michael Collins. He piloted uh, the Apollo Eleven mission that landed on the moon. He never walked on the moon himself. Uh, he died at the age of 90. Uh, but while Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong were walking on the moon, Michael Collins had to fly around the moon. Uh, do you know how many times he actually uh, uh, circumnavigated the moon while the other two were walking on it? Well, I'm going to guess the answer is more than one. So I'm going to say significantly ten. more than one. Yes. 10 it was 30 times wow and um a lot of people are like aren't you know wouldn't that guy be jealous of not getting to walk on the moon but you got to keep in mind nobody'd walked on the moon before so i mean they could have like dissolved into a pile of ash for all everybody knew um about what was going on on the moon so um he said he's actually perfectly content uh flying around the moon and then um you know so anyway, I thought that was interesting. 30 times around the moon, it's, it just seems like a lot when you think about it. Like even just walking around the block 30 times, uh, it's a lot. And just doing that in space. All right, let's get into the NFL draft day one. Um, the So something that happened um, before the draft, which I'm sure you heard about, but there were a lot of Rogers, Aaron Rodgers rumors. Uh, he 
it was tweeted out by Adam Schefter that he was not happy and not going to play for Green Bay. Um, it seemed to kind of come out of nowhere. I know we've had uh, a lot of w- statements from him uh, sharing his discontent with the organization, but it seemed weird timing that it would come out six hours before the draft. Um, do you think this is all smoke, or is there something more to this? Uh, I think there's a lot of smoke there, and some team is going to – you know, basically see if they could put something together to try to get Aaron Rodgers. You know, I can think of 27 or 28 football teams that would be improved by adding Aaron Rodgers to their football team. And there's not too many quarterbacks you can say that about, but he's one of them. So even though his window is four to five years left in it, maybe on a, on his legs and on his arm, you know, maybe even less, you know, is that worth running after a Super Bowl when – you have to draft an error parent after him. Right. But yeah, the, that you bring up a good point. There's, there's probably about 28 teams that say, uh, Hey, if, if we give you, uh, the number one pick and our quarterback and we have Aaron Rodgers, So the next year, uh, our first round pick and our quarterback, and we'll take Aaron Rodgers off your hands. You're probably right about that. The, the, the big thing is that, um, he, uh, if he, is not if he's still on the team June first, and they're able to make a deal after that, they take a significantly uh, lighter cap cap hit. Um, it's about half of what they'd have to take if they uh, traded him before June first. So uh, I don't think anything's going to happen anytime soon, but um, possibly in a month or so, uh, we might see a move. There's, there's a couple teams that I think could use a, a an Aaron Rodgers. That would be Denver. Uh, and also the Washington football team, uh, who I guess they're just go rolling with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, so what do you think about, you know, the team's most likely to, to make a move? You know, I'm uh, this just thought just popped in my head. What if um, it was something super crazy like just Russell Wilson for Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I mean, uh, do, do you think Russell Wilson would be happy with the with the team around him in Green Bay, I guess his, his offensive line would be significantly upgraded, but he, um, you know, but he's also been complaining about the weapons and stuff like that in Seattle. So um, I'm not sure about that, but yeah, that, I mean, it might make sense. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I'm just throwing random things at the wall. I haven't heard anything about Washington uh, making a move. Uh, we did hear a lot about Denver, and there was a lot of talk about San Francisco maybe making the move, and that might be why he put that out there on draft day. Of course, they did not. Let's talk about um, some other headlines from round one. San Francisco uh, takes Trey Lance. That was a surprise pick. I don't know. Maybe you thought uh, that they would do that, but they didn't. They they didn't take uh, Mac Jones. Uh, what do you think about the Trey Lance pick? Um, I I think they they realize maybe they're not going to be able to move on from Garoppolo, and you know they they knew with a serious point that if they had the third pick, then they'd be able to digest what quarterback they wanted. And they're saying this is going to be our guy in the future. They can build around him in in the subsequent draft this year, next year. Their defense is already going to – should be pretty good this year. Jimmy Garoppolo got him there 
with that defense. So I don't see – I see Garoppolo being on the team the rest of the season and possibly get you know traded away for a fourth or fifth round pick next season. Now, I believe that there was some uh, uh, reporting that said that the 49ers did consider a trade for Rodgers uh, in the third pick. Um, they ultimately didn't uh, pull the trigger on that. And would you have uh, liked that move, or, or do you prefer this move, uh, sticking with the rookie, uh, Trey Lance? It, it was too late for what they had given up for something like Aaron Rodgers because, remember, they gave up two more first-round picks. And, you know, in two years, whoever ends up with Aaron Rodgers is definitely going to have to say, okay, Aaron, you're you're 40 now, so we're going to draft a quarterback. But if you're with us for another two years, that's great. But I see 49ers kind of, you know, planning the next 10 years of their football team as long as they strike with this pick. And I think – um, Shanahan believes he can, he can make the you know Trey Lance the um, quarterback he needs him to be. And the reporting is the San Francisco 49ers are the only team that actually even made a call to the Packers. I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what I have heard is the reporting. Um, lastly, for the headlines, as far as I'm concerned, New England they ended up getting Mac Jones. I predicted they would take Mac Jones. Of course, I predicted that uh, they would jump up in the draft to get him. They didn't have to do that. Um, how soon do you think Mac Jones start? He starts? Do you think he started uh, day one, or do you think it's a, a quarterback uh, race, or uh, do you think it's, uh, you know, Cam Newton? Uh, you know, that's a great question because, I mean, Belichick's never really had to been faced with that decision. Um, I... I think Belichick knows that he's getting some of his team back that took the year off due to COVID. You know, there could even be a little conspiracy there that he had some of his top players not play so he can get a little bit better draft pick and set himself up with a quarterback of the future. That's a deep conspiracy theory in the, um, in the mayor's household for sure. Um, but but with, with that being said, it's, you know, this is going to, you know, it just I, I think he knew he was taking Mac Jones. And if he had to trade up for him, he did. If he, you know, if it fell to him, you know, it did. And that's just kind of the way it landed. Yeah. I'm going to say he starts uh, week one, but um, I don't have any inside information. Uh and I'm not privy to all these other conspiracy conspiracy theories within the uh, mayor's household. So maybe those will come up a little bit later. All right. Um, do you have any other headlines that I didn't touch on? Things that aren't Rogers or Niners or New England related? So, yeah, as we all know, that means it's my sift surprise. And I, I'm setting the smoke alarm off right now. The um, the Chicago Bears. So everybody, all these sports analysis have been on TV and the radio all day long saying how the Chicago Bears scored an A-plus with this draft so far. And I don't understand why you would trade up, give away picks for a quarterback when you have – Andy Dalton, who you just signed in the offseason, the Super Bowl MVP quarterback on your team, giving up three picks 
and a first round pick. This is the Chicago Bears roster for wide receivers and tight ends. Rodney Adams, Darian Clark, Reggie Davis, Jimmy Graham, Thomas Ives, Anthony Miller, Riley Ridley, Jester Way, Javon Wimes, Darnell Moody, Colt Kemet. I mean, first of all, I wouldn't be able to remember those guys' names if you told them to me five minutes from now. But they do have the running game in Tyreek Cohen and David Montgomery locked up. They did sign Marquise Goodwin. But I don't understand why the Bears moved up nine spots when if they could have just surrounded Andy Dalton with a bunch of talent, they could have been done just as well without giving up the future for Justin Fields. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that. The um, they, I thought Jimmy Graham retired, but maybe he didn't officially retire. He is, I, I uh, opted him out of the list to for more dras- dramatic effect of Colt Kemet <laughs> is one of the tight ends currently on the Chicago Bears roster. Don't forget J.P. Holtz and Jesper Horstead. <laughs> well, you can't fault them for uh... – for trying to include uh, as many players as possible on the roster at wide receiver. So, I mean, they, they, they put it out there, but yeah, I agree. I, it, when you, when you talk about that and you talk about, you think about the weapons they have, if the, if anything, you're going to move up and take one of those top wide receivers. Um, I think they might've, they might've got too excited and uh, saw Justin Fields still there and, um, and moved up. Um a kind of a strange move too, uh, because other than the Pats, um, there wasn't anybody that was going to take a quarterback uh, around that area. So, um, and, and yeah, that's the thing. Once Denver didn't pick a quarterback, Bill, Bill Belichick knew right then and there he didn't have to trade any picks. He knew that that he was going to have um, uh, Mac Jones land in his lap. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and uh, that was the the plan all along. Of course, they didn't know that it was going to just fall in their lap. But um, yeah, I don't I don't love the move by the Bears, and we're going to get into uh, first first day draft grades um, uh, really soon. Um, but I do want to take a break, and we'll come right back and do the grades for day one um, for the NFL draft right after this. Okay, we're back. Um, the draft grades for day one, the first round of the NFL Draft 2021. Um, we're going to move quickly through some of these and maybe spend a little more time on others. I know uh, you might have a sift surprise here and there. Uh, but let's talk about the top of the draft. Jags took Trevor Lawrence, um, quarterback from Clemson. Uh, that was the, uh, the least kept secret in the entire world. Um do you have any thoughts on Trevor Lawrence and the Jags? No, he seemed to be the clear number one cut pick. And you'd have to probably examine the Jaguars if they didn't trade away the pick if they weren't going to go with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so then the Jets were on the clock with the number two pick. Um, the Jets in classic Jets fashion made a huge mistake, and they took Joey Lawrence. Whoa! Whoa! Uh, no, they took they, they took Zach Wilson. So who's the better uh, quarterback, Wilson, uh, Zach Wilson or Russell Wilson? 
Um, well, until Zach Wilson throws an NFL touchdown, we'll have to go with Russell. All right. Bold, bold decision there. Um, all right. Then we get to your Niners at number three. Um, they took Trey Lance. We already talked about that. Do you have any further thoughts on that pick? No, I, I hope I'm the best. Yeah. So he's a, a little bit of a project because he, he doesn't have a lot of experience uh, at, at this level uh, or at the college level of quarterback play, but um, he, uh, he definitely has what it takes to be uh, a franchise quarterback um, in, in everything else that we can measure. All right. Uh, then the, the Falcon state put, that was a little bit of a surprise. They took Kyle Pitts, but it makes sense. And when you look at their weapons now, um, pretty good, except, you know, the one thing is, they do need help on that offensive line, and if you can't protect the passer, um, I don't know. I don't know if it matters how many uh, weapons you have on the outside. Do you have any thoughts on Kyle Pitts to the Falcons? Um, Kyle Pitts is. I mean, he was definitely the best, probably the best player in the draft. But people will get that quarterback before they get a position player every time because it's what helps you win. Um, Kyle Pitts has got tons of upside and. You know, I, I don't – if I memory serves me, he wasn't the best in in pass blocking or run blocking as a tight end, which may hurt him a little bit. But overall, this guy is a matchup nightmare, and he is, you know, an early candidate for rookie of the year. Then they still have Hayden Hurst. Um, so uh, he may be uh, drawn into that pass blocking role a little bit more, uh, depending on how the, all that – shakes out um all right then the Bengals a little bit of a surprise here they took Jamar Chase we both talked about it we thought they were going to take an offensive lineman Penny Sewell but they went with Jamar Chase do you have any thoughts on that well you know I mean Jamar Chase he was um he, he was okay you know I mean he's definitely one of the top rated um uh wide receivers in the draft and as we all know, that is time for a SIF surprise. All right. Um, so Jamar Chase, obviously from LSU, teamed up with the Joe Burrow once again, and Trevor Lawrence. They went ahead and drafted Tr- Travis Etain. Is it? I'm sorry. And Tua Tagovailoa. They drafted an old quarterback or old wide receiver from Alabama. Is this maybe the new move in the NFL to? Go get that stud wide receiver that you just drafted for your quarterback to give a really good familiarity and maybe even try to get, you know, help move that offense along a little bit faster. Um, I think it is, but it also it doesn't always work out. And I think that the Jags second pick in the first round was a little bit of a reach. We can talk about that when we get there. Um, but yeah, I think you got, you're onto something. They, they definitely seem to be, trying to put these guys back together um, like as if they were on, you know, uh, some kind of uh, farm team and then they put them together for their chemistry. I didn't love the Jamar Chase pick. I thought they should go uh, offensive lineman there simply because they need a lot of help still on the offensive line. And, you know, if you can't protect the passer, like we talked about with the Falcons, if you can't do that, then um, you can't, get the ball out to the receivers down the field and I thought the weapons that the Bengals had were pretty uh, pretty ac- uh, adequate I mean um, 
So I don't know what, uh, I don't know. I guess, you know, that maybe Joe Burrow has some pull inside and he said, I want Jamar Chase. I don't want an offensive lineman. So anyway, I, I don't love that pick. Um, I think Jamar Chase is going to be that receiver that gets um, the ball uh, thrown to him when he's not open, forced to him down the field. And we're going to see a lot of um, maybe bad plays uh resulting from this maybe in the long run it works out all right uh the dolphins you already mentioned this they took jalen waddle with a six pick to um give themselves a a number one receiver or maybe the number two receiver for the dolphins um what do you think about that pick for a jalen waddle uh again i think this is going to be you know the dolphins are going going for they've got these draft picks they've been lining up for this two for two years now. So I think they're going to start loading up on offense and, you know, shoring up every little hole they may have. And I think this is, again, kind of going to my theory that they want to give to us someone familiar to throw to and someone good on the field that maybe a little bit of timing's already down with. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I, I don't know. There could be pass protection issues there, too, a little bit. Um, not not nearly as bad as some of the other teams. But I think they had to make a move to, to take a weapon there. Uh, all right. And then um, the Lions had the Penny Sewell uh, pick fall to them. Uh, they do need help on the offensive line. I think this is a good pick. What do you think about the Lions? You know, that's a great pick. Anytime you can get an offensive lineman, one of the top ones in the draft, fall to you at number seven, you know, you're doing really well. And that's just going to help the running game, the passing game, and every, everything once he he gets in his role. Yeah, and the Lions are looking at at least a two-year project before they can, uh, you know, be competitive in that division, I think. Uh, and this is a good move to stabilize that offensive line because that's really what you got to do first. The Panthers then took J.C. Horn. Uh, that was a need for them. Their defense, uh, young, but also not very good um, in the secondary. So I think that's a decent pick. What do you think about that? Yeah, um, he is going to definitely help in that on that defensive side. Uh, they're you know they're going to get get this team. Um, give that team the much-needed help, and I agree with the pick. So then the Broncos um, the Broncos had the chance to take uh, one of two quarterbacks that were expected to go in the first round. Um, they have Teddy Bridgewater. They have Drew Locke. Uh, they elected to take Patrick Sertain, who uh, his name is Sertain, but he's one of the most certain things in the draft. Uh, and uh, they did need help on defense, and he might have been the best player available on the board. Uh, what do you think about the Broncos going DB as opposed to QB? You know, maybe they – maybe lying season got the best of everybody, and the Broncos had no intention of drafting a quarterback. They get that news out just in case, you know, somebody wants to start jumping up in front of somebody. You know, maybe the smoke screen was strong in that one. Yeah, so do you think that um, you think that that's going to though uh, backfire on them, or do you think that they're going to be okay? No, I think that was a great pick. I think you know, like you said, with Drew Locke is still young. You know, I think you know the the jury's not the jury's still out on him. He still has a 
opportunity to try to be that that guy for the next 10 years for Denver. All right, so the Eagles, uh, they the Eagles took uh, Devontae Smith. Uh, kind of a I, – I can't – I guess I the only concern is uh, he's not uh, big. Um, but uh, what do you think about the Eagles? They badly needed a wide receiver. Do you think they got the right one? So they traded up two spots with the Cowboys in a right. surprising interdivision trade. Yes. Or for the Cowboys, they they knew that the Eagles were taking taking a wide receiver, and they were gaining two picks out of the deal. So they saw this as a hey, this is actually good for both of us. Unfortunately, the Chicago Bears screwed over the NFL completely. Because the only reason the Eagles jumped up and gave up two picks was because they thought the Bears were going to dra- did not know the Bears were going to draft up into that spot rather, and you know they and it just caused complete chaos. But I think the Eagles showed up their pick in Devonte Smith, and they knew they wanted him, so they they saw giving up a little bit was well worth it. And you think Devonte Smith will be able to? contribute maybe he he i mean they have a couple of wide receivers with some experience but they're not name guys uh do you think he's going to jump into the number one role right away or do you think it's going to take some time i think they're going to push him around that offense a little bit and see where he's going to work best uh but he would definitely be a day one starter all right All right, so uh, sorry about that. Uh, we had, uh, obviously, the Bears took Justin Fields. We talked a little bit about it. Um, I guess it's immediately a quarterback controversy. Uh, seems like Justin Fields is going to compete for the starting job, I guess. I mean, if you draft a guy, you jump up to draft a guy at that spot, um, he's definitely going to get his chance to be the starter. Um, they had other needs, like you mentioned already. So what do you think about that pick? I, I'm baffled by it, to be honest. And I don't understand why everybody thinks it's such a great pick. Not that Justin Fields would not be a great NFL quarterback. All the moves and all the things they gave up in the signings in the offseason just add up to, like, contradict each other. And it, it seems like it, it's going to do more harm than good. Yeah, it almost seems like they felt like they had to make a splash because they hadn't done really much, and uh, they certainly did that. Um, I, I think the Bears fans are pretty happy about this. I mean, I can understand that because they haven't had a franchise quarterback in a while. Um, but, yeah, they gave up a lot to get there, and I don't know if that's going to work out for them. It may take a little while for everything to come together. Uh, the Chargers. The um, really, really quick. The other working theory in that is that I forget the GM's name, but him and Matt Nagy, if they don't put up this year, they could be done. So they saw it as a you know, I mean, whoever is the new GM there next year, if it doesn't work, is already starting off with not a first round draft pick, which would probably end up being top five if the season goes as some may think it might. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The Chargers took an offensive lineman, Rashawn Slater. They needed help at that position, so I think that's a good pick. Uh, second offensive lineman off the board. Um, what do you think about that Chargers move? You, you know, picking 
I, I am a big pick an offensive lineman, defensive lineman type of guy. If if these guys are rated among the scouts and the pros and the you know top first round draft picks, you know you you got to take one if you even if you might need one. You know having an extra one on your team is always going to benefit you, especially with a new seventeen game season. Yeah, and, and Justin Herbert uh, definitely a. Uh... The franchise, so you got to protect him. The Jets got their second pick. They took Elijah Vera Tucker, an offensive lineman, to protect Zach Miller or Zach Wilson. Sorry, Zach Wilson. Uh, I don't know how that's all going to work out. Um, it feels a little bit like all the other quarterbacks the Jets have taken over the past 20 years uh, to me, but um, it is a smart move to get him some protection. So, you have any thoughts on the Jets? You know what this is saying? This is waking up um, every player on that roster and the fans, the coaching staff, the owners. They said, hey, this is what we're doing with our first two picks. We are ready to start this thing and get it going the right way. Um, and we're, we're building something. We're going to try to build something special. They also have a pick coming up. Uh, I, I know the second round has started um they do have the second pick in the second round so we'll see what they do with that um the pat the patriots took mac jones we already talked about mac jones uh up quite a bit do you have any other thoughts on the patriots and mac jones no um i don't have any more thoughts on that all right let's move on the cards took uh zavin collins who's a linebacker um you know they needed some help on the defense. I think they've got their offense pretty short up, so I think that's probably so they missed right. 49ers. So, you have any thoughts on the Cardinals taking a linebacker? Um, Cardinals taking a linebacker. That you know that that offense is ticking with Cl- Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, I think it's time to start getting that defense and that um, to start re- revving up for the NFC West battle. Yeah, and then the Raiders took uh, Alex Leatherwood, offensive lineman. Um, you know, everybody can use offensive lineman. I'm a little surprised uh, that the Raiders didn't go full <laughs> position, but I guess maybe that's the right thing to do to not to jump at skill position players when you still need help up front. Um, yeah, any thoughts on the Raiders? You know, I listened to um, parts of our podcast for notes for early just earlier today. Yeah, and I went on a tangent about how John Gruden will not pick a defensive player in the first round. So, well, I you mean, were, you were right; they got an offensive player. But yeah, they absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they, they went offensive lineman again. You know, if you get an offensive lineman or this high in the draft, you know, you're almost obligated to take him unless you absolutely have a need somewhere else. All right, so the Dolphins got their second pick in the first round. Uh, they took an edge rusher, Jalen Phillips. Um, obviously, you know, they, they're they just stacking up. They got all those picks. They're using them. Uh, any thoughts on the Dolphins and Jalen Phillips? Uh, not, t- not too much. Um, you know, probably going to be a solid edge rusher for Miami. Um, I know he's had a little bit of injury here and there, but I think that'll be um, – I think he'll be ready to go. Now, this is an interesting one. The Washington football team, they have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, they have Taylor Heineke. Um, and I think they have one other guy in the quarterback room that I can't remember his name. Um, the Washington football team took uh, Jamin Davis, who uh, is a linebacker. 
which is great. They 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 could use a little bit of help in that second level, I guess. Um, but I also don't quite get uh, uh, the team that needs a quarterback. So is this a long-term plan? They're just going to start Ryan Fitzpatrick and kind of ride it out, and then uh, take a quarterback next year when they're when they have a top five pick. I, I don't quite get the uh, I don't quite get the focus on defense when you don't have your franchise quarterback. Yeah, I'm not um, I'm not understanding unless unless they know they can go a little deeper in the draft and the gamble that they, they can pick up a guy on day two. Yeah, I would imagine they're going to draft somebody. They only have the three quarterbacks, and I guess I think the third guy is probably not going to make the team. Uh, so I think they'll probably take somebody at some point. Uh, but that guy wouldn't automatically be the franchise guy, and that looks like to me that Ryan Fitzpatrick will be their starter for most of the year, if not the entire year, uh, which is fine. Uh, he'll have a few Fitz Magic games, and he'll have a few four interception games. Um, but you know, I, I guess this is a move that says we're not going to compete this year. Um, we're going to hope our defense can carry us. And the next pick is the Giants. Um, this was maybe one of the more controversial picks. They took Kadarius Tony, wide receiver from Florida. What do you think about Kadarius Tony? You're a Florida expert. So I honestly think the Giants had the um, the biggest steal in the draft. Not only did they trade back eight spots when they were going to pick a wide receiver, but they were probably they probably they could have fell back and picking Kadarius Tony. And this guy was you know he in college he had a pretty good senior season alongside a Kyle Pitts and Kyle Trask. Uh, I think he's going to help Daniel Jones and help that offense. Uh, I think this is a um, – I, I think they were the winners of day one, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a very special player for sure. Um, I don't know, though, uh, if he's known as a great wide receiver, more of, um, you know, the the special weapon kind of guy, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but – and they did uh they did upgrade their wide receiver core in the off season so um they so they should be good um all right so the colts made a good move i think they took Quiddy pay edge rusher um you know one of the things they needed was um to get uh, a little bit extra help on the defensive side so uh, what do you think about that pick colts uh, taking Quiddy pay you know, part part of this is there's that team out in Kansas City that, you know, with that quarterback that is really, really good. So you have to start, you know, thinking about tailoring some of your defenses to something that's going to help slow down Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, they need to slow down Josh Allen. They need to slow down uh, Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, um, and that was a need of theirs, and I think that's a good pick. Did I hear the draft music? I'm not in front of the TV, so did yes, there in? has been. There's uh, the Jaguars pick is in pick number forty five. They picked Walker Little, hmm. and it screw uh, scrolled by on me. I believe the 49ers had traded back a little bit with um, something. It's been scrolling by too quick for me to keep up with. I know they were picking at forty three. They're now forty eight. The Bengals pick is in. And we're going to wait to see who that is. 
All right, well, then let's move on to um, the Titans. Not not terribly exciting, but the Titans definitely needed help in their secondary. They got Caleb Farley, uh, so that's probably a good move. Do you have any thoughts on the Titans? Uh, you know, a good defensive player, you know, their, their offense, I think, showed can, you know, get – is going to get better with um, with time and the more they get to mold together. And that defense was already pretty good, but they're going to make it even better adding um, Caleb. And the Vikings took Christian Derrissaw, offensive lineman, and he's going to definitely help. Um, the Vikings needed that, and they have the skill positions, I think, in place now, Justin Jefferson. So I think they're going to be okay. They did uh, trade Kyle Rudolph, but he wasn't too productive last year, so – I think the offensive line was the way to go. Do you have any thoughts on the Vikings? No, I think that was a good pick, and it, it's going to work out well for them. All right, here's another controversial one. The Steelers took Najee Harris, uh, Alabama running back. Do you have any thoughts on the Steelers taking a running back in the first round? Um, you know, they're drafted Najee Harris. I, I think he's going to be a great talent in the NFL. Pittsburgh's ready to shift gears and start reloading. And hopefully they don't burn out Harris in the process and, you know, ruin his legs by the time they get around to needing him the most. A lot of criticism on this one because the Steelers offensive line is not where it should be, especially for run blocking. But they are on a limited time uh, with with Ben Ben Roethlisberger. He's definitely not going to make it, I don't think, more than one more season. I thought he might retire last year. Uh, but he is coming back. I think they're just taking a, a skill position guy to help this year right now um, to try to um, ignite, ignite that offense a little bit. So I, while I don't love it, I, I see what they're doing. Um, then the Jags, we already talked about this. They took Travis Etienne. Uh, another running back, which wasn't really a big need for them, I didn't think. They have James Robinson, who was who was good. To, to great last year. He was pretty good. Um, but I guess they couldn't resist. Do you have any thoughts on the Jags? Uh, no, I think I'm going with my theory of trying to match up um, offensive talents together in college. And the Bengals pick selection is coming in now. The 46th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. Jackson Carmen, uh, the defensive tackle from Clemson. Well, see now, I have five uh, five guys listed that are best available in the second round, and so far, uh, neither any none, none of those guys have been picked. So, uh, two picks in, I don't know what's happening. Well, uh, we're we're about seventeen picks in so far. Oh, it started. No, earlier. I'm sorry. We're, we're 14 picks in, yes. Okay, that makes sense. We're on pick 47. That makes sense. Yes. All right, let's, let's keep going. The Browns, uh, the Browns took uh, Greg Newsom the second, the Den- uh, DB. I think that uh, the Browns are pretty confident with their offense at this point, so I, I think it makes sense to work on the defense. What do you think? Uh, absolutely. They're, um, you know, they're – yeah, gonna like you said, they were working on the defense. I'm sorry. All right, and then the Ravens are trying to get some help on offense. They took Rashad Bateman, a wide receiver, so uh, they definitely need to work on that passing game. A lot of it comes down to Lamar Jackson and the scheming. I think 
but it does make sense to add some depth at wide receiver. What do you think about the Ravens? Yeah, they're going to continue to try to give Jackson whatever they can to make him their franchise quarterback. Um, they just opted into, I believe, his fifth fifth year. So that's going to kind of limit his um, salary for over the five years, but still be able to afford to get put a lot of other talent on that team around him. And then it'll be his make or break season next year. Exactly. So the Saints, there was a lot of talk about them moving up into the top 10, maybe taking a quarterback. It turns out, I don't know whether they couldn't pull off the trade or if maybe they were just trying to throw some smoke out there, but um they stayed where they stayed put, and they took uh, Peyton Turney, Turner, who is an edge rusher. Uh, you know, their defense is, was actually pretty good last year, but you can always use uh, more help uh, on the edge. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the Saints specifically? Like, did they should they have gone into the top ten to take a quarterback? Or do you think they're okay at quarterback? I don't think they saw giving up that draft capital to get up there to take one of the guys that was going to be left was worth it. You know, they knew top three of the top four were going to be gone and maybe they didn't exactly like who would still be left. There's still, you know, day two where they can stash a guy on a bench and maybe, you know, maybe, maybe he does great in training camp and, you know, outdoes, you know, the dynamic duel they have right now, a quarterback in New Orleans. Yeah, I think that's going to be one thing to keep an eye on that's a big deal in the NFC um, is the quarterback competition and or how they use the quarterbacks in New Orleans. So uh, then the Packers, who got the message loud and clear from Aaron Rodgers for the fifth time um, that he's not happy and wants to not play for the Packers anymore, they went ahead and, and drafted a wide receiver. Oh, wait, no, they didn't draft a wide receiver. They took a defensive back, Eric Stokes, to uh, shore up that uh, that defensive backfield. So uh, what do you think about the Packers uh, after hearing the message from Aaron Rodgers then going defensive back? So this, I mean, it's kind of like they, they said, well, we're not going to do what you want us to, but it, it also hurts them at the same time. So now I thought I heard the stat earlier dating back to like 2012, the Packers have drafted one offensive player in the first round. And that was last year in Jordan Love. So correct. Yes. So the thing that has been the worst about the Packers over the past 10 years has been the defense, which means they've drafted 10 defensive players in the, in the first round in the last year, 10 years and still have a mediocre defense. Yeah, that is actually insightful um, because a lot of people are just saying they're not getting help for Rodgers, but you're flipping around and saying, yeah, they're not getting help for Rodgers, but they also... Yeah, I do. Um, sorry, there's a car driving by. Uh, <laughs> That's all right. So, uh, yeah, no, there's no question that, um, that you know, that number one, they haven't uh, built up anything, you know, top prospect wise. And then uh, number two, the, the defensive players that they uh, that they picked up have not really worked out. Uh, and so 
Then they're taking another defensive player here, uh, which he may be fine and he may actually be good, but um, it's a weird move. Um, at this point, I don't know what offensive player they should have taken. So Then the Los Angeles Chargers just drafted Asante Samuel Jr. with the 47th pick in the NFL draft. See, I had him at uh, the second uh, best available pick, so that's a steal, I think, uh, for the Chargers. All right, let's move on to the Bills. The Bills took Gregory Rousseau, who is an edge rusher. Um, the Bills don't really need anything on offense. Uh, you can always improve your defense, and if you can get pressure on the opposing quarterback, that's always a plus. you have any thoughts on the Bills and Gregory Russo? No, I, I think that is uh, right into their plan of you know trying to make that defense better. And two more picks. The Ravens took uh, Jason Oway, who is uh, an edge rusher as well, and um, you know they need help on 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 the defensive side. Everybody can use an edge rusher, and we'll see that with the next pick as well. I think that's going to be fine. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, the Buccaneers picking up Joe T- Tryon um, on the edge from Washington. You know, clearly, you know, he's joining 22 starters from the Super Bowl. So, you know, maybe he can uh, bring his notebook and learn a couple things and, you know, maybe contribute to that team and help them to get a repeat. Yeah, I don't think there's any question that um, that that's that's they just took kind of the best available player. Um, they feel very confident with their offense. They're running everybody back. They didn't lose anybody at all. So anything they can add is just uh, gravy at this point. So I think they they probably made the right choice just taking the guy that they thought was the most talented player uh, left. So uh, we're now down to the end and uh we're into the second round um i don't know where we are 48th 49th pick yeah the 48th pick the san francisco 49ers pick is in but we are awaiting it to be announced they they had to have traded because they were 43 so i've not seen the details on the trade either which i was going to project them to do a trade at that position because of knowing what they already have on defense and being able to slide back and pick up just an extra pick for what they gave up this season and lost a third or fourth round pick from earlier in the season. Right. So what do you think their needs are at this point? Uh, I think they still need to go defense corner, um, safety help. They, you know, they got beat over the top quite a bit. And I think if, if, you know, Nick Bose is back in that lineup. It's only going to help that secondary much more, but having a stud back there that's left is still a really good choice. And um, we have an aging Richard Sherman back there, so maybe they're going to draft his replacement. Yeah, I'm not even certain if he is with the team or going to be cut when that time comes, but I don't know if he's going to be with the team by week one. Wow. That would be that would be surprising to me, but uh, but you're the uh, the 49ers insider. All right, well, uh, so grade wise, I don't we don't need to go through all the teams again. But who do you think stood out to you that you would give like an A or an A plus to, and in terms of the teams? Well, I think the Chicago Bears handed the Giants an A plus by letting them trade back and still get a wide receiver 
Um, I think they were the big winners of the night, and I think Miami did fairly well, and Jacksonville did well as well. So you got Miami, Jacksonville, and the New York Giants as your top three? Yes. Um, I'm going to go my bottom three. I think the – oh, sounds like a pick is in. Yeah, the 48th pick. Oh, it's Commissioner Roger Goodell. Everybody's booing him. The San Francisco 49ers select Aaron Banks from Notre Dame, guard. Well, I mean, they they need help up front still. I mean, everybody can use the is this is this is a offensive lineman. They you know, yeah. Uh, with the they, they had one departure this season and quite a few injuries, and even adding a little bit of depth on that line, and you know, had a pretty good career in Notre Dame. Uh, hopefully, much success on the Forty ers as well. So back to my bottom three. Uh, I think the Bears gave away a lot, like you mentioned, and also didn't really address the need. Um, and so they're a part of my bottom three. I also have the Washington football team. The Washington football team uh, did not get a quarterback for the future, not yet. And it looks like they're probably not going to take one until probably later in the draft. Um, you know, I think the only other one I would say, you know, is, Possibly the Jags taking a running back um, just to pair him up with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think that's a mistake. Um, I don't think you need to take a running back in the first round. Um, They already have running backs, so I'm kind of down on Jacksonville. They had the first pick. It's a, you know, once in a generation pick, Trevor Lawrence. But, um, you know, then to go running back with their second pick, I think is a little bit of a strange move, but maybe that works out for them. So we'll see. I'm going to go ahead and uh, close out the podcast. I know there's more picks to be made, but we're going to go ahead and um, sign off for now. And we will um, talk to you next week. So there you have it. Uh, round one grades in the book. We kind of just uh, picked some teams that we thought did a good job and teams that we thought did not do a good job. The draft is ongoing. As I record this, we're still in the second round. So we'll be back next week to recap the entire draft. Until then, goodbye. <laughs>